What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage home theater edition, where we take a movie or a TV show and give you back to you full of spoilers, thoughts, concerns, and a rating at the end. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. What's up, moviegoers? All right, so this week we're about to pull a review out for a movie. A movie about a cat, a girl who catfishes the metaverse to launch her SoundCloud career. Yes. And the movie has a name called Bella. Bell. Bell. Oh, sorry. I thought it was Bella. No. So Belle. yeah, Bell is a anime actually. Yes. Um, which one of the four animes I think we reviewed so far, which is cool. But it's it was actually a pretty cool movie. I I, 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 thought it was interesting. I fucking loved it. Yeah, I like that. So basically, just to give you more detail in it, um, it is about a a kind of world like metaverse but it kind of like remember ready player one yeah it's a, it's a metaverse so, yeah so a metaverse where everybody's in there and people uh you're, you're almost like your personality transfers over into or, or certain things about your your spirit goes into your biometrics biometrics go into the game yes so in in this case it is about a girl who creates a different a different version of herself avatar uh, but her ability to sing crosses over and launches this amazing um, thing where everybody loves her for it. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we're about to get into a spoiler full uh, episode of this. So let's get into this. Um, so we start off with uh, Bella, who basically, you know, you find out that she lost her mother. And, Suzu. And she, yes, Suzu. And she doesn't speak to her father that much. Yeah. She has this... Uh I, I guess is that ever since she lost her mom that she has never been herself. And uh, she goes on to, this, to school as normal and tries really hard to stay under the radar with, and just stay close friends to one or two people. And one thing that I enjoyed from the beginning was um, there's this girl named Rika, Ruka. And she's the like the popular girl. Like she's and, the one everybody anticipates the most. Like she's the most beautiful and the most popular girl that yeah. everybody wants to be. Guys want her. Girls are jealous about her. Girls envy want to be here. And she's just like whatever about it. But what I love the fact of is that usually when they do this, when they when they show like the most popular girl, you would think that she's an asshole. She picks on her. Like no, she wasn't. She was like the nicest girl to her. She's like. They're doing a group choir photo, and she calls her over, like, get in here, get right in the middle, be involved. And I'm like, I'm like that's, and I like that they took away a lot of tropes that you were going to be talking about are so, I feel like it's a little bit more normal than what people glorify in movies. Mm-hmm. And, and I liked about this movie that it's like, yeah, you could be popular, but you could still be fucking cool and a nice human being at the end of it. At, at, throughout the day like it doesn't it doesn't have to be that you're popular but you also have to pick on the little person or pick on the person that 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 tries to stay under the radar distance themselves they bring them in they pull them in they 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 uh, they friend them and you hear me and i like that about that movie i like that they, it, it touched on even like even nuances to that and i like the fact that they did kind of hint to some kind of rivalry that might have taken place, but then you find out it was it was total like fabrication. Yeah, like where it's like, oh, she must be talking all this junk about her, but she, no, she wasn't. Like, yeah, she had nothing. She, in fact, she wasn't even interested in the the boy that, that she was interested. in. Exactly, so it was 
Suzu was interested to one guy and everybody, cause he's a popular kid. He's a, the, you want to, they say that he's like the, the other popular or the bad boy of the group of the school. So he's like, Oh, he's going to end up with Ruka. Mm-hmm. But Ruka doesn't want him. She wants a goofy dude. Yeah. That was his best friend. That's why she's trying to get close to him yeah. to get to the friend. Yeah. So I love that dynamic. It's like, yeah, it's not going to, it's, it, it touched this movie hit. Like I said, I'm going to keep saying it again. It does. It goes away from a lot of the tropes that you'd assume that a movie would go through. So yes. Yeah, so she, she finds out that she could create this avatar and actually sing and use her lyrics where all the music in this movie was beautiful. Like the, the lyrics, the sound compositions, the arrangement, arrangement and everything was just magnificent. Like if I, if I could hear, if I could watch a movie two or three more times, I'd probably sing along with it. You know what's another thing I did enjoy as well was, so the death of the mother. The death of the mother most times in movies are handled in a way where it's like they're just uh, depressed because they lost somebody. Mm-hmm. But she really, it wasn't just depression with her. It was anger because she felt her mother left her. Yeah. Because in the movie, basically, she, her mother um, went to go save another little girl who was about to drown. But in doing so, she dies herself. She sacrificed herself. Exactly. So, and I and I see that, and, I, and I've seen that and touched on certain things. But I love watching it and something because it's true. You you, it's you were not. It's not always you know this thing where it's like, oh my god, the, the person I love died. I'm depressed about it. No. Yeah. Sometimes there's like pure anger where it's like you feel the person left you. Or yeah. The, the person, like you chose you chose like, the other person be over me. Like you could almost see. And in my head, I'm like in the beginning when she did that. I I kind of. I kind of sided with, um, with um, what's your name again? Suzu. Suzu. Because I thought that. I'm like, wait a minute. Why? You know, like, I get it. In the long run, you know, you, you want to do the best to to put yourself out there to save every. Because, I mean, think about it. If it was Suzu, you would want somebody to be able to go out and do that. For know, her. For her. But at the same time, I get Suzu's point of view in the sense of, like, and, you know, like, you know, like, it's. Selfishness. Yeah, like you I want, I want like, you, I want you here with me. Yeah, why would you leave me to do yeah. this? Why would you sacrifice yourself knowing that you're gonna leave me alone? Yeah, and I get that. I get that perspective. Is like, yeah, you can, you can't always be a hero. I get the the good and the right thing, but sometimes you can't always be a hero because you'll leave the person you love the most, you know, suffering. Yeah, and it sucks. Oh, it does. But it um, does. No, it was it was an interesting concept, and I like. How a lot of it played out, and I loved how the I didn't even know that that was the ultimate story, because now we're gonna talk about the other character, the mother main character who introduces himself later. So once Belle starts becoming super popular, and she apparently she's about she's about to have this mega concert. Yeah, which I love the way concerts are made in this one. It seems like basically, yeah, if people start noticing, if everybody starts tuning into you, they just start forming this circle around you, this dome around you. So everybody can see you at the same time. So it's like whenever people start bunching together, they just start automatically creating a platform. Yeah. So that's a that's a great idea if you ever ever actually create the metaverse like that. So the, uh, while she was doing this uh, concert, uh, another character uh, ended up breaking into that that dome, and with a like a self appointed squad of rule protectors, which cool. just in just in theory alone, I thought that was this, this douche move. Because they were not people that were part of the game, not part of the metaverse itself, just people that self. They were 
All right, so they self govern themselves to be the law there. Not self governed. Yeah, because they they no, but here's here's they were sponsored. They were they were appointed. By they the were military. they were appointed by the sponsors to be or by you because you're the one that overall because you could decide how much power you have or not. I guess I don't know. But if that's that, the thing, they, but the power wasn't given to them by the people that created the game. It was given to them because through, of, uh, because they uh, have sponsor, enough sponsorship because they have money. Yeah, because enough people with money decided that they want. And that, that in itself is, wow, there's so many arguments and discussions. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Just, yeah, because you're rich, or because a bunch of rich people said that you are the law, we have to recognize your authority. The, this falls into the world of entitlement. Because oh. you feel like you have money, you're entitled to be, and, and, and after, I'm, I'm trying to remember, see if I can find this guy's name in, in the movie. But it, it felt like is his ruling of it was um, if you are, if you do not align to my views, I'm gonna destroy you and I'm gonna unveil you. And that's a, that was that was an interesting part too that always got me, which was you can tell the entitlement or or the vanity it's that the Justin, character has. His name is Justin. Yeah, the vanity and the, the 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 entitlement that Justin had, which is like that was it. That was the yeah. ultimate you know thing I could do to you to, to destroy you. Is to show people you are. It was almost like he all, he believed everybody that he would show would be nothing. So yeah. That means he looked at everybody like they were nothing, and he thinks yeah, by because he has this power to unveil you and show who you truly look. But like. he just automatically believed everybody that was that was unveiled was going to be just nothing. Yeah. Um. Which so basically getting down to it, while uh while she was having a concert, a beast is what they call him, showed up and an army of these entitled guys. Decided to stop him because they don't like him in general. They just don't. Yeah, like him. because he's been in a bunch of fights and been winning, and he's just been very disruptive into the system. Or just what they don't want. Yeah. So, um, so they go after him during this thing. So it was interesting because I was trying to find the mindset of why they went. They went looking for why Bell went looking for him. Yeah. Because I I couldn't understand if she maybe saw that she wanted to help him, but it wasn't. That wasn't the initial reason. The initial reason was. Something to do with the... I don't... Like, I really didn't understand the initial reason why she went looking for him. Like, there was some kind of logic behind it, but I just really couldn't follow it. Where it's like, I guess... She saw something in, in, in his eyes or something. I think it was... No, no that was later. No, in the that's not, that was later. That was benevolence. The yeah. original part was... Because the original idea wasn't hers. It was her friend's. Where... I guess it was some kind of mindset where it's like, if we, if we can find him... Then he won't interrupt your singing anymore. Oh, he won't. He won't. He won't destroy your next concert. Yeah, which something is, along that. Again, there was as long as like if we could find him, unveil him, then he won't be able to disrupt anything else that you want to do. Yeah, to achieve. And no you know, you, you know what's and what's um, ta- before we get into it, and I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. Was the, the there's this moment, these moments in the movie that the why the mother dies. And yeah. there's these comments of like, oh, well, like when the mom dies, you hear comments that be like, why did she leave her daughter? See, that's what happens if you try to be a hero. Like, yes, I saw that. Yeah, like that. And then, then the that also carries into the metaverse when she first starts singing. People are like, oh, you're ugly, you're disgusting. Why don't you show up? Leave, kill yourself, all these things. And you're like, damn, these people, they they control you. They they controlled not trolled her in real life. They did, and they're trolling her in the virtual world. So you like you're, you, this gives an, a perspective of like in life you're gonna get comments you're gonna get hateful stains towards you 
by individuals that don't know what you're going through they don't, they in don't. real life, mm-hmm. and they don't, and they're gonna do it in the virtual. They're gonna be Twitter warriors. Or, you hear me? Like, uh, what is it? Uh, keyboard keyboard ninjas or whatever, keyboard trolls, whatever you want to fucking call them. I don't know. You but, know what? What I find, and is- it was some of them were deep cuts. That's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know what it is about? So, like, one thing I've always found fascinating about. Uh, let's say babies, infants, whatever, right? Oh. Is how they they have this fascination with anything they can interact with, right? Because I mean, they're, they're they're infants, they're little kids. They don't they don't really know the, or, or conceptualize what they're doing, but they they love it. Like when they press a button and the button lights up, or if mm. they, they their interaction with something and that what affects it is like the biggest fascination to them. And I don't think that's something that ever stops with us. Unfortunately, the problem is some people, the biggest re- they just go for the biggest reaction versus good reaction. So they can go around encouraging people and seeing how they grow, but they don't. Because it, the easiest reaction and the loudest reaction is usually I'm going to upset you to make you do something dramatic like yeah. cry or or something like that, or look for I'm gonna make I'm gonna upset you so much somebody's gonna come in to defend you. And I, they're just doing it for some kind of reaction. That's it. Yeah. And it, but they just get nastier and nastier because that's how they get the best reaction. Yeah, they just want a response. Yeah, they just want a reaction out of you. Like, um, uh, so they they enter in it. There's something that horrible that happens, and the per the, the good person is watching it, trying to help, but then they find out there was actually other people watching it just because, like, just to be assholes. Like, yeah. We'll, just to talk, we'll, we'll just to talk get crap we'll, about it. Yeah. We'll get into it. Yeah. So we can backtrack a little bit. So then this uh once Bell meets the beast and he's very aggressive and distant and pushing her away, this comes into uh it goes into the story of Butte and the Beast. It goes into this this guarded human being that has been hurt, traumatized, and um been through a lot of shit has has his guards up and 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 keeps everybody at bay that that he doesn't believe would want to get close to him because they eventually think feel like he's gonna hurt and she breaks down these walls and one of the things that and i think um, um nick mentioned during when we watched it was that being that it was everything in you was through biometrics there's a scene that it shows his clothes, but there's all different colors and there's like bruises. Yeah, they automatically said it was bruises. Yeah, because they felt like, and your outer layer is where your skin is, even though you're clothing. So, and you, they, they showed that a lot where uh, Zuzu got hit in the forehead by something, and her character in the game had, had a mark, the same, had the had, same mark in her forehead. Yeah, so it goes through the biometrics, but then the, 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 you you find out that these are bruises, but then all of a sudden he's on the he falls into the floor, and you see more bruises coming in. And and at the time we were like, "What is that? What does that mean? We don't know." Like we couldn't connect the dots at that moment. Moment. Um, so yeah, so they create this bond of a. I don't want to say like a real like. No, it wasn't. It, that's it, one thing I liked that was it, it was, was very about, platonic. Like they actually cared for each. Like she actually cared for him to see him get better. But then he cared for her to to keep her safe when Justin would be around because he knows that Justin's gonna use her to get to him. To get to him. Yeah. 
Yes, and then they go. Her and her, uh, Susan and her friend goes on this long journey to find all these people that could be the beast. And I love that the fact is like I paint like one was an artist, but he was he was not a real artist. He just faked the funk. Another one was a baseball player that he's like super aggressive, but he's like the only reason I'm I covered myself up is because I have these scars when I was a kid, and I'm going to show you who I am. And that even with all these scars and all these these um, procedures I had done didn't stop me to being a, a pro baseball player. So yeah, I want to yeah. give kids the, it was the, the inspirational inspiration to do whatever they want to do. So now we get into that. Suzu finds out that where she thinks is the beast is this young child that says that he sees that the beast is his hero. And and you're like, okay, so is he the beast? Because he's the only one that would rem- remember her. And she sang a particular song that he was singing in the metaverse mm-hmm. that she heard and connected it to him. Yeah. And we find out is that he's not the beast, is his older brother. And his they were in an abusive household that the dad would both beat them up uh, for whatever reason that he could find. And he, the brother, would step in the middle between them so the brother, little brother won't get hurt. And one of the scenes, and it's crazy because it, I love the connection that they did, was that he threw them to the ground and you see that he's protecting him and all of a sudden cuts off or you can't see it, but it goes into the scene where, where we originally saw that him getting bruises, he was getting hit this whole time while in the metaverse. It's... It was brutal. It was very brutal, which, um, you know, it, it, it led to some really good scenes that like one one really good quote. Um, but I loved it because it was it was a touching story. And I like that it wasn't ha- it didn't have to do with some kind of romantic interest in each other. It was she saw somebody in pain and she wanted to do anything she could to to stop that suffering. Yeah. And I felt like she needed that kind of catharsis in, in, in forgiving her mother because. Yeah. She realized in her sacrifice to try to save this boy what it was for her mom to sacrifice herself to try to save that and little girl. And she did that. Yeah. She, well, we'll, we'll, we'll push forward a little bit further more that she usually, she eventually finds herself and to find them, she reveals herself in the metaverse, what she looks like, and she uses a song to attract them, to let them know that, yes, she is who she is. And she's trying to help them. She goes uh, to Japan, to the center of a city in Japan, in Tokyo, actually, to save them. And she finds them and gets in between her and the dad. Funny enough is a reference because it was raining, which is crazy. So I'm like, that was her mom doing that. Because she, if, the, if, a, if a man could beat their child to the point that they have bruises and, and fucking beats them up, it doesn't... It, can't comprehend what they will do to a damn stranger. But I like, you know what I liked about it? Because uh, one thing that uh, her approach and uh, it reminded me of um, um, that one movie, uh, uh, Promising Young Woman. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, when you kowtow, when you kowtow, like when you basically coward, coward to these guys, yeah, they'll they'll do they can to show their strength. But you stand forward. You're like, listen, just do it. Like, not that you're going to stop them, but like, you know, so go ahead. Yeah. So you want to beat me? Go and do it. And yeah. they just kind of like. Well, you don't show fear. You're not. You're not antagonism, but you don't show. Yeah, fear. you're not. You're not like literally. You don't have the strength to stop them, but you're not. You're not you're like, like you're just not going to cower to them. You're not going to yeah. hide, and you're just like go ahead and do it. 
and they just they fold. Yeah. yeah, it was just like, which is exactly what happened. He was about he was ready ready to beat her ass, and she just said, "No, go ahead, do it." But he's standing in front of him, staring at him, and he couldn't handle that kind of like, like pressure. And it sounds yeah. like he just ran off. Yeah, because nobody's ever stood up to him in that sense. Yeah, like and and oh, so mm-hmm. and and I'm gonna backtrack again. I'm sorry, guys. So the the. And and I think this is gonna be my quote. If I'm gonna, if we're gonna go into quotes, I feel like you're gonna steal minds. But go ahead. Huh? I feel like you're gonna steal minds. But go ahead. No, no, no. It was it wasn't a quote. It was. I think it was more of a monologue, and I'll set the scene up. And this is again. I still think you. Yeah, I think it's the same one. But continue. So this is where where she finds where um uh, uh Shimbu yeah. finds out that's who Suzu really is, and Suzu goes, "I want to help you." And he goes into this monologue and he was like, help, you want to help me? Help me? He goes, and he'll he start spitting off people that try to help him. Like, oh, I got through your father. You want to help me? And like nothing. And, and he goes, and, and, and I started crying at that moment because I, I am getting a little bit emotional about it. But it's just like, it, it, it reverted me to this moment in um, Goodwill Hunting. And where uh, Robert, uh, Robin Williams' character is reading out um, everything that uh, Matt Damon's character went throughout the movie, and that's what the kid's doing. He's like, you're telling me you want to help me, but all these people say they want to help, but they don't help. They don't stop him. They just let him keep doing what he wanted to do. He goes, I got through your father. Your father's different now. He say he's going to change, and nothing's ever happened. And at that moment, I literally, I, I swear to you, that moment, I just wanted someone's like, it's not your fault. Like, I just wanted to repeat that and just give him a hug. Like that's how emotional I got about it, and 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 the funny thing is, like I've never been in, a, in in an abusive household. Like my dad never really like beat me or, or ever, and and it's just that that I don't know. I just it just con- I don't know what it was. It just connected me to that moment, to even to that movie. Even then, and Goodwill Hunts is one of my favorite movies of all time, and it just you just see the pain. Just, just that, and it's not even the that he goes through this huge monologue of explaining it. He doesn't. It's just simple words like "you want to help, you want to help," and he just like that, just that simple. Or like it's not your fault. Just gives it more of a repeating it. It just makes it more profound. And you're in this moment that I'm like, I literally did not see you or Val, or the baby at that moment. I'm just, like, so tunnel-focused in this moment and that happening. Ugh. The thing is, is that... Was that your quote? I don't know if that was your quote. That was, yeah. But it was funny because I kept on seeing every situation he he showed you, right? Yeah. Which I could see it, and it sucks because I can see the perspective in the sense of, like, he he probably... They probably all went through the same exact situation. Nobody's going to take them, right? So... You have a guy, and that's the thing is, it's easy. You, you you hear stories, and maybe the guy is broke or he's a drug addict or something like that. Yeah, and he does those things, and you're like, okay, yeah, we're gonna take him away from the chat from the parents, so we can we can put him in a foster home or something like that. But I don't think it's always that easy, especially when let's say the father is somebody maybe who is wealthy, who does provide him or feed him or something like that. But then he does these things it's like, well, it's it's kind of sad where it's almost like, like I could see people in that interest in that lawmaker, but like. Well, it's it's fine. It's almost like that's an an unnecessary e- like a necessary evil. Yeah. Where it's like, well, you're never gonna find somebody to be able to provide for you and stuff like that. So you want, like to this day, there was a movie I remember watching called Doubt. 
right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the premise of the movie is that these two nuns believed, or they weren't sure, that there was a, a priest who might be abusing a child. The thing is, they didn't have any evidence. They didn't really know for sure if he really was doing it or not. So what they did was they decided to go to the mother and give her the suggestive to see for her to take action, right? Where it's like it's her son, and you know they're suggesting that he might have been getting, he might be getting abused by this by this uh, clergy. Yeah. And you know, thinking, oh well, if we tell her, she'll definitely do something about it. But the thing was, in this, in the sense of this movie, was about, I think it was like in this case, he was like the first black. Uh, black teenager, black child to graduate from the school, and the school is very influential in the sense of like his his life will be better because he, you know, he might go to the right schools after that, and yeah. all these different things. So, and the mother and him are not they're broke. So the fact that they were let in, all this stuff, so she, it's almost like she didn't want to risk it. Yeah, she was like, it's fine. He could deal with it. Like I was, I was like, damn. Like you just found out your son could possibly be getting molested, and you're like. He can, like it's only going to be a couple of weeks more. He could deal with it, so we can get basically just get the benefits of it and get out. Yeah, because if she felt that if they tried to you know call him out, she doesn't want to poke the bear. That's exactly. what it she is. She doesn't want to lose all these opportunities. Yeah, she doesn't want to poke the bear. She doesn't want to poke it and then scratch and and she loses everything. And that's what I'm saying. Like that 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 kind of mindset of certain people where it's like oh it's just an unnecessary evil. Like no 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 no. Like that's horrible. Like I don't yeah. care. Like like I have had friends and 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 I and I get it. I can't really understand that aspect but i've had friends where they tell me let's say they could be in a relationship for years and they have kids and they're like they don't want to you know that they're afraid to leave because they even though they're they might not be a physical but it could be emotional or maybe the person is stepping out on them but they they feel like well you know i have to take it because this is the best situation for my kids and that yeah. sucks that's yeah. like that just that's just a horrifying factor, and that's to tell little to little kids to to have to listen to a bunch of adults tell him that basically, oh, he's changed, he's fine, he should be, you'll be fine. It's like you know, he just he just got mad every so often, just because they know that they, they in their mind those adults are probably thinking, oh well, they're they're not going to be in a better situation, so they could just you know like they that's deal horrible. With it. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah, we should nobody should ever have to deal with that kind of shit. No, they don't fucking. So yeah, it was I'll a good. It was a good movie with an interesting. Uh, twist to it, an interesting perspective. Uh, and good. everything was not what you expected. What yeah, a good fairy it. tale to it too. So fantasy to music. Yeah, it's very unique in itself. Yes, and and that's what I love about anime movies is that they take, I ori- not original ideas, but they take ideas that people have presented, and give you an original story with it, or like a different perspective of like how to tell it, and it's beautifully done. Yeah. All right, let's get into this rating. How many Nickies do you give, Bell? Four. Four? I give it four and a half. Oh, four and a half. Yes, four this and a half. It's a big pants. Okay. This is a big, 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 big pants. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. Four and a four and a half Nickies. So we have 4.25 Nickies for Bell. You can find yep. it on Amazon Prime right now for six bucks, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Something like that. Or you could buy it for 20. So whatever you feel like doing it or purchasing in whatever format. And let us know what you think. If you watch, if you've watched this movie, or if you haven't, you get to watch it. Let us know. You could hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. You could f- from my mom's garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail And like that, guys. Like always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Later.